Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley and I'm your host. And today we're hanging out at Mills School. Whoop, whoop. And we are talking about Groundhog Day. All right. So we're here hanging out with the kids from Mills School. All right. So we're going to chat a little bit about groundhogs and some cool things that they can do. So first, really cool. Have, have you guys all seen? We've all seen a groundhog, right? Yes. yes. Has anybody yeah. ever not seen one? Definitely. Where do you most frequently see groundhogs? They're the ones my, with the big yard, tail, right? In your yard. So they don't have a big tail. They have a shortish tail. You're thinking uh, of maybe a beaver. My mom was scared of one because she was no, in the house No, I'm talking about a platypus, I think. Oh. Ah, okay. Now, to be fair, groundhogs can be a little scary. They're pretty chunky They're little fat. guys. They're fat, slow, <laughs> and ugly. I ain't even gonna lie about that. Groundhogs, they can be a little bit of a nuisance. Does anybody's parents have a garden? Yes. Yeah, we do it in the summer. Yeah. So if a groundhog gets into your garden, that can be a little bit of a nuisance. Um, so one problem I have at my house with groundhogs is one of them digs underneath our air conditioner unit and like offsets it. So every year I have to go back in and fill that hole. He's, he's a little crazy. Um, so, fun fact, who knew that groundhogs were squirrels? I didn't Me. know that. I learned about that. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Oh, what I was did. that? Bring that back. What was I that? I think I did, but I don't know. What was that? It's a groundhog. Being related to squirrels is important because they have similar um, kind of characteristics. So, they, they're really good at digging or hiding things. And... Um, I told you they can climb trees, and then those front two incisors never stop growing. What happens if they they do stop growing is they're going to break off and they're going to get hurt. But one other thing that happens is if they're not able to correctly file down those teeth, so they're responsible for filing down their teeth, so that's why they're always eating. If the groundhog doesn't um, file those teeth down by constantly eating, and when I say constantly eating, they literally start eating from the moment they get up till like basically go to sleep. And... If they don't, those two front teeth and those two bottom teeth will grow up and like hook back into their mouth and into their face. Check this picture out. All right, so this is what it looks like when they when the groundhog's teeth they're not able to file down their teeth. That looks like a saber toothed tiger, but just deformed. <laughs> have people have any of y'all seen Zootopia? Zootopia? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know how that thing went crazy? What is it called? Was it the, the otter? otter? Yeah. Yeah. It does look like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look at you. I would not want to see Actually that. Actually using a brain. Bringing in pop culture into the mix here. Good Try job. everything. Good job. So, yeah, and some of them, here's like one that has mild overgrowth. Not too bad. But they grow every week. These teeth grow a sixteenth of an inch, so that's like not that much. But if they don't file that down, that's what happens. And then it can grow either into their skull one or out. One day of it goes sixteenth. A sixteenth of an inch, so that or no, one week. I'm sorry, not one. Oh, day. I was about to say one day. Then they must be eating all night. <laughs> yeah, they're putting all nighter. So they don't chew on as hard of things as squirrels do. So what do squirrels usually chew on? Toys, um, trees, nuts, trees, bark, things like that. They will chew on, like, the side of your house and, like, things you leave outside. It's not unheard of. Um, uh, that will. Mm -mm. <laughs> so it's really easy um, for them to kind of lose or have trouble with those teeth. And it's sanitary. Okay. And that's what if it's like a That might house. be different. If you, if you have a pet, 
It's really hard to get a squirrel as a pet. But if you guys ever have a wild squirrel get in your house, do not try to pick it up. They have very strong teeth, and it will make you bleed. Rabies. Yeah. Well, I don't know that they would get rabies, but it's still pretty dangerous. So if, if a squirrel ever gets in your house, do not try to pick it up. Promise me right you. now, everybody in this it room, will bite you. you will not try to pick up a squirrel if it gets in your house. Or I Remember when we talked about that they can climb trees, right? So we talked about that. They can climb trees. Oh, yeah. They're related to squirrels. When did they start climbing trees? Hold on. They've been climbing trees. So if you guys ever see one climbing a tree, it's pretty cool because their little fat bodies um, kind of just hang over the sides of the branches because they usually do like small trees. But what do you guys think that a groundhog might eat? Plants? No. Oh, but mini squirrels. Mini squirrels. Uh, no. Like, that's, that's like... They're carnivores. That's like humans eating other humans. Yeah, cannibals, I meant. Cannibals. I said, oh, I said, said carnivores. carnivores. Cannibalism. They eat plants. Another really cool thing is... You guys are familiar with hibernation, right? We're going to talk about the, about the other that. names for a groundhog. What would you call it? You a call beaver? It a woodchuck? Who called it a woodchuck? Me. That okay. was me. So I that's another them. name for it. So beavers are different. They look similar, but they're different. So another name for the ground. So you have groundhog. They have woodchuck. Has anybody ever heard whistle pig before? That sounds no. like it's from Ireland or something. <laughs> so that's a mm -hmm. nickname for them too, because when groundhogs um, are like defending their territory, what they'll do is they'll like sit up on their two hind legs and I've they'll basically like whistle it. or yell at other groundhogs. And it's kind of like a like it literally sounds like it's like ah. Like basically is like telling the other groundhogs to go away, but it's kind of like a loud whistle. So that's where they get that name, the whistle pig. Um, has anybody ever had like a, a quick run in with a groundhog, like really close? Yes. I haven't, but my mom has. Yes. Ooh, what happened to your mom? She she was on the porch and then she seen like the groundhog like digging into the ground and she like stood up and she looked at it over the porch and then she ran inside the house. And she was like really loud because she was like screaming because she was scared. And Bro, it dug into the art underneath our trash can. Oh. Hmm. It made a big hole. Yeah, they it's do. It's still there. They make some pretty monstrous holes. Pretty I, impressive. I got like a couple feet away from one at my grandma's house. It, I was going back there to do something I forgot and it was like it was like digging a hole, and there's like this like, like, uh, like shed right here, and it digs like a hole underneath of it, and we put like woods and stuff right there so that it don't. And then, uh, I was going back there for some, and I don't think it heard the gate, and I I was going over there because there's like a swing set like right there, and I went over there and. He was like right there. He looked over at me. He said, ah, and he started running. <laughs> <laughs> he started running. We're going to chat a little bit about Groundhog Day and what it is. All right. So who knows? I do. So the pilgrims said, like, they grab a groundhog out of its home. He's mm -hmm. like, they're like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, Ugh. now sit here in front of all these people. And then they're like, then they whisper in its ear. And then it's like. Then it looks at its shadow, and if its shadow is like, hi, groundhog, it's like, oh, I like my shadow, I'm, and it controls the weather, and it's like, weather, and it's like, no six more weeks of winter. But if the shadow's like, I'm going to hurt you, it's like, nope, I don't like this world, six more weeks of cold weather, which, thank you, groundhog, and runs back into his house and sleeps all time. So you're, you're an advocate for more winter, right? 
Yes, I like winter. You might be one of the first kids I've ever met that You're says weird. that. You're weird. I like that. I love winter. That's the whole reason I moved I here. I love winter, but I hate summer, too. I hate summer. I hate summer. I hate winter. It's just a love-hate relationship of both seasons. I like them both because in the, in the winter. You're weird. I like them both because in the winter you get to jump in the snow. But I also like summer you because you summer. can go swimming. In the right. winter, you but I but I hate the fact that summer has uh mosquitoes, spiders. I mean spiders either way. That's all like, the good stuff. No, you, you want to get bit and itch for a week? Yeah, but no. If it's up to the groundhog, <laughs> he's gonna tell us whether we have six more weeks of winter or not, which is actually a myth. We I all know that, right? We, yeah, yeah, we don't know the truth. No. Wait, well, no, the, no. Winter's pretty pretty standard. You get a little bit of an extended one sometimes. It's just based on the equinox. Um, is that a car? No. Yes, it I is. Mean, <laughs> My mom has an Equinox. Okay. <laughs> I think I have an Equinox, actually. <laughs> that was a weird turn of events. Anyway, um, so with Groundhog Day, he basically comes out, he sees a shadow or not, six weeks of winter or not. But they have made and created this entire festival. Have anybody ever heard of Groundhog Day Festival? Yeah. No. Okay, so there's a place in Pennsylvania called Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. <gasps> and they have named their groundhog Punxsutawney Phil. <gasps> oh my God, Punxsutawney Phil! I watched a movie about him. See? You know what I'm talking my about. My little groundhog, my little baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they pull this groundhog out and they show it to this giant crowd. And basically tells you whether there's going to be six more weeks or not. And when that happens... People, they cheer whether it's the groundhog shows its shadow or not because they're all just there to have fun and play around. Um, but groundhogs can't really determine, you know, our winter, how much longer it's going to be. Um, you can get an extended winter, but it's not really that big of a deal. Um, now, groundhogs in general are, are pretty chunky little animals, about a foot and a half to two feet long, and they can weigh... Who is? Malachi? Malachi, get back in here. <coughs> the groundhogs um, tend to be pretty hefty in weight. Um, about the the hi- one of the heaviest ones is about thirteen pounds. So that's pretty. Dang, cool. he thick. <laughs> 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 and so they are related to squirrels. Does anybody squirrel. know any types of squirrels that we have? Wait, is there there are black squirrels? It's we'll get to that. Squirrel. Normal square squirrels. squirrels. All right, so there are four types of uh, squirrels in Ohio. Ready? Mm-hmm. Gray squirrel. Ohio squirrel. You guys want to do the gray squirrel dance with me? Yeah. No. Brown. Get out of here. You're all lying. Wait, wait get, what's the wait? What's the? This is what we do with preschoolers. Please. You ready? What's the gray squirrel? We go just like this. Put your hands up. So uh-huh. Everybody, hands up, please. Hands up. Gray squirrel time. I'm not trying. Because they're related to oh, our yeah. groundhog friend here. Make we go like this. Ready? Shh. Gray squirrel, gray squirrel, <laughs> nope. shake your bushy tail. <gasps> nope. Gray squirrel, yeah, no. gray squirrel, shake, shake your, your bushy, bushy tail. tail. Crinkle up your little nose, nose. stuff it down between your toes. Gray squirrel, gray squirrel, gray squirrel. shake your bushy tail. That's for kindergartners and preschoolers. Gray squirrel, shake your bushy tail. See, I was a kindergartner. Mom's always getting into it. Nine years ago. Between your crusty toes. I like the crusty toes. I know they're crusty. Um, need put some lotion on. I like how Samaya just completely shut us all off. She's like, forget y'all. Um, yeah, I phone. mean, y'all was just literally singing a song about squirrels shaking their tail. 
tail and chicken their tissues or whatever. They're bushy tails. All right, so gray squirrels, and then we have fox squirrels. Oh, I never seen. You've seen a fox squirrel. Fox squirrels and gray squirrels are the most common. You are guys there, probably is have there in your a long-tailed squirrel? Here. Both of them have very long tails. Oh. Squirrel tails um, are basically used for balance when they're climbing on trees. Anyway, but Spider. two other ones. Anybody take a guess? Black squirrels. Me. All right, that's a good guess, but that's mm. usually, when you see a black squirrel, it's either a gray squirrel or a fox squirrel. They just have a, a pigment that's kind of off. They're just lack Oklahoma more melanin. Squirrel. Flying squirrels. Boom. Flying squirrel, which is our most abundant squirrel. They are nocturnal. She looked it up on her phone. That's okay. You're a fox squirrel. No, I didn't. Yeah, we did the fox squirrel. Brown and squirrel. And then there's a red squirrel. I do not like squirrels. Oh, yeah, there is a red squirrel. The red squirrels have little you points on their ears. Anybody have any questions about squirrels before we move back on? Why? All right, go ahead. Do squirrels bite trees? No. No, they bite nuts. That's right. They usually predominantly eat nuts and other vegetation. They'll occasionally eat um, like insects and stuff. But What is the strongest squirrel? We, the most dominant squirrel on, would, or the most aggressive squirrel would probably be the, the fox I'm the squirrel. fox squirrel. Yeah. I love flying squirrels. Flying squirrels are the coolest squirrel we have. They don't really fly, though. They, they, can't they fly. glide. They should be gliding. I don't know. And then we have chipmunks who are closely related. These Alvin? Are no, not Alvin. Not Theodore. <gasps> Theodore is yes. so cute. Theodore is the best. Theodore no, what about the chipettes? He's a oh, I always forget about them. They were much after my time. I'm not a big fan of them. I love the chipettes. They're too bougie. Yeah. But they look good like while you. they do it. Bougie? Brittany's better. Who? They're spider squirrels. Who's Brittany? Chipettes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry. Do I need to have one? I only remember the first one. I don't remember the other so two. So when we're talking about squirrels and groundhogs, um, squirrels don't really hibernate fully throughout the year. Can you guys... When we're talking about hibernation, everybody know what hibernation is, just yes. so we're clear? Yeah. Right. I would hope. So, <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> Fun fact, there aren't many animals that do full hibernation. Groundhogs I are do. one of those. I do. I do. You fully hibernate? No. Bears do. That's right. Bears do. Um, so what happens with a groundhog is they go into their burrow and they spend the entire winter there. There are some other animals, like squirrels, that basically take little naps. When it gets warm enough, they wake up, they'll go out, and they'll eat, and then they'll come back. Sounds like my dad. Birds hibernate. Um, very few birds hibernate. Um, it's not many. I'm not even sure that we have many in the United States that hibernate. I feel like because um, don't animals gather food enough so they can when they hibernate. This sounds so much like my dad because as soon as he gets food, he sits on the couch, goes to sleep, watch TV. Takes glasses off. Snooze. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> all right. So we've chatted about all the really cool, fun things that groundhogs do for us um, and the cool things that we see them do. But there's a lot of things that go on underneath the ground in these burrows and other things that, that we're not used to and we don't see and kind of get left behind because we're more visual and we want to see things kind of on the surface or whatever they're doing. But groundhogs are doing a huge, huge benefit to our soil. So they're aerating the soil. So they're getting oxygen deep into the roots of these plants that are down underneath the ground. And they're allowing these plants to grow further and more because they're getting oxygenated, nice and strong and healthy, and helping other new plants kind of grow in that area. There's some other really good benefits too. As we had talked about, 
Um, a lot of animals like foxes, skunks, snakes, moles, voles, a lot of um, other animals are borrowing or using parts of these burrows um, either when the groundhog's there or after they're there. Um, so these burrows provide habitat and housing for a lot of other animals as well. And another really cool thing to go with the soil aeration is these groundhogs are mixing nutrients back into the soil. So when they pull that deep soil down from underneath the ground and they pull it up to the surface as they're digging out their burrows, they're mixing all of that old nutrients into that topsoil. And it's allowing for nutrients and new plants and um, new minerals and things to be mixed into the soil to help those plants grow. So it's really, really important. Um, and that's a lot of things that people don't see about groundhogs. And they don't know how important the groundhogs are to our environment. Um, Another really, really cool thing that people don't think about um, when you think about um, groundhogs is these groundhogs um, are one of the few animals that can naturally contract hepatitis B. And everybody's probably thinking, Mike, what are you even talking about? Why is this relevant? Well, scientists were able to take this information, start doing um, kind of tests and studying how that virus would spread um, through rodents and things like groundhogs. And these researchers were able to synthesize medicines and vaccines to combat the disease. And that's super important. And that's things that you and I, and I, for example, I had no idea until I started to look up information for this podcast that this was a thing. So it's really important to remember and to understand the benefits from some of these animals that we think might be a nuisance. And we did talk about um, with the kids from Mills how, how much of a nuisance these things can be in your garden in your yard, at your house, um, depending on those things. But there are a lot more benefits um, from an animal like a groundhog um, than there are kind of cons or things that would be more harmful. So in addition, these burrows have helped with other things too. Um, they've helped archaeologists kind of discover um, some old Native American, um, you know, villages and things that have been in in different areas and one particularly is in ohio it's called the offerman site and they were able to um, see what these villagers uh, or native americans were able to kind of be where they were living and the things that they had there and then there was another one in pennsylvania where they um, a researcher had discovered 19,000 year old rock shelter site um, it's the oldest evidence of humans in America ever found. And that's not that far from here. Um, you know, Pennsylvania is like a hop, skip, and a jump away for some of us. And it's really important um, that, that we keep kind of conserving and protecting um, animals like this. Um, there's no concern for groundhogs currently, but if we continue to kind of see them as a nuisance animal and not look at what they're really doing for the environment and how important that they are, then we could wind up losing this animal, losing soil aeration, losing different plants. So it's really important when we talk about a lot of things, and especially with the podcast and with other plants and animals, everything is connected. And it's really, really important um, that that people make sure, you know, you're respecting the animal in their space, but we understand that they need to respect our space too. As we're finishing up here, I want to do two really important things. I want to thank the kids from Mills for hanging out um, today and the last couple weeks that we've been recording and they're practicing and they're getting really cool skills. You know, they're learning some nature and environmental education. They're also learning how to work this equipment. So give those kids a shout out when you see them or if you if you hear them on the podcast and let them know, you know, their little voices are important and it's it's cool that they're out here kind of exploring new things and trying new things and broadening their horizons. Um, a couple other really cool things. Um, the last thing 
Um, so happy Groundhog's Day to everyone. Um, and we hope you enjoyed. But the, the biggest question that surrounds Groundhog's, um, and I think is the most important, and we're going to end it here, is um, a lot of people ask this question, is how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood. Um, and th there, there's an answer. Uh, there's a university, Cornell University, actually went out and figured out what that answer was. And uh, uh, they actually came up with a pretty accurate number of what they thought um, <laughs> would be how much wood could a woodchuck chuck. Um, and they, they believe it's around 700 pounds. Uh, and, and we all, you know, you think about that word woodchuck. They don't, they're not out chucking wood like that commercial you see where it's like, what are you doing with woodchuck? Chucking my wood. Not that one. Um, what happens is, is that, that woodchuck name actually comes from the Native American word woochuck, um, which just means digger in, in, it, that's not the exact translation, but it's a rough translation. And it, it's important because they, that's exactly what they do is they dig. Um, but Cornell, uh, when they had found out, um, kind of trying to do this, this question, uh, they measured the volume of a woodchuck burrow and they estimated that if the hole were filled with wood rather than dirt, the woodchuck would have chucked around 700 pounds uh, of wood. But they're more of a, a dirt chucker than they are a wood chucker. But remember, that woodchuck name comes from that Native American word, digger. So that's all we have for you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And hopefully you guys get out there and you check out some woodchucks and respect them because they're doing a lot of really important things for the environment and they can help. So happy Groundhog's Day, everybody. And this is just me personally. I hope there's six more weeks of winter.